It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Nobody again, no no one. Please, please sponsor the show. Yes! Yes! Get in there, you beauty! Awesome job, mate. Uh, well managed, well managed. Yeah, well done guys. What a, what a weekend. You deserve it, guys. I'm happy for you. Hopefully this is the the new trend for 2022. Enjoy the podium, mate. Well deserved. Finally some luck. Yeah, been waiting seven years for this, mate. Now, Klaus, Klaus, you awake? Because I need to let you know before we start the show, you are in serious trouble, you German man. We will be addressing it shortly. So I don't fire you on the spot. Please make sure you don't stuff anything up today because now it's time to hand the mic over to a man a man that doesn't mind a bit of a light spanking when he's misbehaved that man is mr david croft take it away crofty it's lights out and away we go once a week one man emerges from the pit lane to deliver all the news discussion and results of Formula One. Well, that time has arrived. Sit back, relax, for the Park It In My Ferme show. Here is your host, Colby. Woo-hoo! That is right. Ladies and gentlemen, grip it with both hands. Don't be shy. Because it's your main squeeze, Cooldy, a.k.a. the Cooldipotamus, just soaking up in the Middle Eastern sun in Saudi Arabia, thinking about how I'd love to park it in Princess Jasmine's Ferme from Aladdin. Ooh-hoo! And if you find my Ferme, don't be afraid to stuff it up in there also, as it is the Park It In My Ferme show, the number one company F1 podcast in the entire world, according to my mum. We have all the news, opinions, discussions, results, previews, reviews, love triangles, Klaus punishments, and more. 
93, episode 93, baby. Seven to go to the big hundo is what they're saying. It's coming at you hard and fast, but don't be soft and slow if you've missed out on the previous 92. Just head over to the greatest website online that doesn't contain incest porn yet. That site is parking in my fairway.com or better yet. Look down at that podcast listening device of yours and give that subscribe and follow button a little bit of a slap and tickle like it was a long lost lover. That way you're going to be the first in the world to hear my sexy, soothing, smooth sounds. Two times a week and there ain't nothing wrong with getting down and dirty with the Kultapotamus twice a week. No, that's for damn sure. We have some socials as well at Parker to my Fermi on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And I ask, please, if you slide into the DMs, don't just beg me straight away for some shirtless pics. <laughs> you know I'll send them to you after about five minutes of flirty banter anyway. But what the hell are we going to talk about today on the show? Well, we need to first of all address the big fuck-up that Klaus had on the last episode. Yeah? I didn't want, I, I was hoping it would slip, but so many of you have pointed out how Klaus has ruined this, ruined this podcast. We will, of course, remember Sir Frank Williams and his contributions to the world of Formula One as well. Would you rather FIA edition Perez versus Bottas and Cody's top five, Cody's top, Klaus! Oh, you're already in so much trouble as it is, man. Don't even, nah, don't even bother. Don't even bother pressing the button. Don't even bother. Because you're a rich boy. And you hit the wrong button. You know you can't You hit the wrong button. Oh, my God. And Cody's top five radio messages of the season so far and much, much, much more. So please. Change out of that outfit you're in. You look a little uncomfortable. I'm thinking a mankini with a kilt combo. Let's go. That should be the style for today. Or better yet, get down to your birthday suit, run a bath, light some candles, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Make sure you like the socials at Park It In My Ferme on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's exactly what you need to do. Head over to those socials. But I've got to tell you a little story. Because I woke up today. And I did my morning routine. I stood in front of the mirror for three, maybe four hours straight, butt naked, dripping in oils and balms from head to tippy toe. It's what I do every day. I was trying my darndest not to get fully aroused, but of course, when I'm staring right at a godlike figure looking back my way, I can't help it. No, blood flow right to the plums and the shaft. And I was looking good. Oh, so good, in fact. So I put on a little bit of music to get Mrs. Cordopotamus in the mood. You know, something something a little saucy, a little randy. I stare it dead in the eyes and I just do this. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Oh, my gosh. Oh, hey. Oh, come here. Oh. Uh, uh, that's it, baby. Woo! Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, I'm randy. Oh, I'm horny. We made love for seven hours to that. Seven hours. So, yeah. I started my day just like every other fucking day. Klaus, don't I look relaxed? Yeah, so relaxed. Don't I look good, Klaus? Ready to bring the heat for episode 93. (laughs) Seven to go to the big hundo is what they're saying. That's what they're saying. But then this happened. Nunzio, longtime listener of the show, good friend slid into the DMs like he was Kelly PK and I was a Formula 1 driver that had recently announced I was single. He said, Goldie, something on the last show was wrong. Oh. Then, 
the following day, Mr. Hoonigan on the gram commented on one of the posts. There's something wrong from the last episode. And I thought to myself, <laughs> these morons, Klaus writes all my notes. He is my researcher. He looks up all the facts for me and, and he wouldn't stab me in the back like that. He wouldn't purposely try and derail the show, would he? Because Klaus is already on very thin fucking ice. If he stuffs something up, it's down to the dungeon again for Klaus. That's it. You want to go to the dungeon? And just ask my previous button pushes. Once you go down to the dungeon, you ain't coming back. No, 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 no. So I've loaded up the audio into the machine, Klaus, okay? Press the button. Let's see if you've done fucked up, yeah? Yeah? Hit it. We have all the news, opinions, discussions, results, reviews, previews, love triangles, Jenna talks, and more. If Klaus has typed up my fucking notes properly, Klaus, then we'll have a hot, juicy one for you today. If not, it's Klaus's fault, okay? All right? Hmm, you hear that? You have one job, and that's to type up my notes correctly. Because listen to what you made me say. This is just snippets from the first segment of last week's show, episode 92. We're gonna go through the drivers that are gonna be a part of the field this year and next year and try and predict the likelihood of which one of those is gonna get a podium finish first. Yes, because next up is Daddy's Boy number three, Lance Stroll. Because you're a rich boy and you know you can't Woo. drive and it doesn't really matter anyway. That's it, baby. You can rely on your old man's money. You can rely on your old man's money. Lance Stroll, Lawrence's son. Look, he's been so close. He's got a pole position. Okay, but then he shat the bed in Turkey 2020. And since then, he hasn't looked close. Now, do I think he's got more of a chance than Zoj over Nazi Latifi and Mazepin? Yes. Because who knows what the Aston Martin's going to be doing next year. He's sitting back. He's learning from Seb. He actually has moments of brilliance, but he also has moments of shithousery. Not fucking impressed at all, Klaus. This is the worst thing a German has ever done. I can't think of another thing worse than this. Not only has Lance Stroll... Because you're a rich boy and you know you can't drive and it doesn't really matter anyway. Rich boy! You can rely on your old man's money. You can rely on your old man's money. Don't try and make up it for it now by hitting the buttons at the right time. Don't you do that. <laughs> but not only has Lance Stroll made it onto the podium, he's done it three fucking times. Baku 2017 for Williams. And he did it twice last year. This podcast even talked about it. Klaus! He did it once in Monza, third in Sakir. Oh my God, fucking hell, Klaus. That's it. That's it. You fucked up for the last time. The job you do for me isn't even fucking difficult. You press some fucking buttons and that's it. You're going down to the dungeon. That's it. I'm taking you down to the dungeon. Come on. Come on. You're going with me. Come on. Down to the dungeon. I mean... I'm sitting here for some time wondering if it's only my mum thinking we're the number one comedy F1 podcast in the world and not everyone else. Come on, you come with me and it's clear now. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. It's dungeon time. Klaus, stop struggling. Come on. Yeah, Cody, where are you taking me? Why are there so many stairs? Klaus, you idiot. Just walk the stairs, damn it. Got a lot of stairs. 
can you shut up back there? I haven't been, shut up. God, they're a bit overdramatic down here, Klaus. They're a bit overdramatic. Now, take a seat in that chair, Klaus. No, no, don't worry about the cables. Don't worry about the little cables there. Let me, let me make sure you're strapped in nice, nice and tight. Any last words? Yeah. I fucking did nothing wrong, you shaysahalsa. Hail Mazepin. Well, too late now. <laughs> Enjoy that, Klaus. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to just let that fry for a bit. I'm just going to let that fry. And I'll be back. If you've survived the night, I'll come back and I'll rescue you. See you, Klaus. See ya. Bye. <laughs> now that fucking business is taken care of, we can actually start and enjoy the show. Yes, it's a big one. You've got me pressing the button, so there's not going to be any errors today. No, no, no. So get excited. Because we need to have a little chat. I was playing a game of Would You Rather with some friends the other day. We were asking some pretty messed up, fucked up shit. Like, would you rather have a vagina on your forehead or penises down your spine like a stegosaurus? Would you rather get a handjob from your dad once a year or go without sight? I'm choosing handjob from daddy every single day of the week. I mean, not every day of the week, once a year. Once a year is fine. Well, there was a bit of a would you rather from a point of view of the FIA and Formula One. Would you rather, from their point of view, have Lewis Hamilton win or Max Verstappen? Usually, when we talk about one person winning, there is a story behind it, a narrative. What is the story? And will it help the sport out? Or will it hurt the sport? That's what you've got to ask yourself from the point of view of Formula One. No one is going to argue that Lewis Hamilton is great. No, he's the greatest driver of all time. The man was fucking knighted while still competing in the sport. But the reason we all stopped watching How I Met Your Mother was because it was the same repetitive shit week in and week out. Oh yeah, Barney's had sex with lots of girls. Oh, Robin is kind of hot, but then gets a bit weird. And Ted is the worst character on the fucking show. No wonder it takes him so fucking long to find someone to fall in love with him. But nah, seriously, he fucking sucks. Is, is it a bit fucked up for me to say that his daughter's kind of hot though? You know, when they do those weird like monologue side shot things in their living room? Having sex with her would be legend. Wait for it because the show fucking sucks and I need to mention something that was repetitive and boring to relate to Hamilton winning all the time. Dairy. We've all seen Hamilton dominate. We want something else. Again, this isn't a dig at Hamilton and Mercedes. It's not their fault they were dominating so much. It's really a dig at everyone else. But the question remains, would it be better for the sport if Hamilton wins or Verstappen? Despite there being no monetary incentive for getting the Drivers' Championship, I can tell you the amount they make in merch sales, publicity, sponsorship deals, and so on, far outweighs a lot of the prize money that they get. If everyone in the Netherlands buys themselves a Max Verstappen Championship t-shirt from redbullshop.com, and I even picked the orange shirt on their website, not the hoodie, at 44 euros, the cheapest thing on there, and the population of Holland is 17.44 million, then Red Bull gets a cool $767 million in sales. It's simple maths. But that's the teams. Again, we are looking at the sport itself. See, it comes down to the narrative. 
What's the story we can spin from this? Lewis Hamilton beats Michael Schumacher's record of world titles and wins number eight. That's great. That's awesome. But what's the sequel to that? What comes next? It's an outstanding story, but the Formula One isn't, isn't the movie Braveheart. It isn't a standalone movie. Formula One is a Sharknado, baby. The greatest movie franchise ever. The sequels after sequels. Sharknado 100? Bring it on. So what happens next? People going to be as interested next year if Hamilton wins? Yeah, great. Oh, yeah, Lewis won. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's, what's happening next? Oh, he's going for nine championships now? Boo. And yes, I know the cars are going to be different, but what about if Max wins this year? Then Lewis has a proper rival. He needs to come back and get the win next year. Time is running out on his career. Can he beat Michael? Max is in his way. The drama, the buzz, the new cars. Mazepin could win the fucking thing next year. There are endless possibilities if Max wins. Merch sales go through the roof. People of the UK have something to be pissed about. Their boy didn't win. People in the US can get behind it. And the sport can continue to grow. Now, don't get me wrong if Lewis Hamilton wins. Do I think that's the end of Formula 1? Of course not. But the question was who would Formula 1 rather have win? Not will it kill the sport. And I think they'll never admit it because they love Lewis. Like Ted loves Robin. But if Lewis does win, then it's just like in How I Met Your Mother when they actually do introduce the mum and we're all like, really? That's it? That's the, that's the actress you've hired to be the mum? That's the mum? Fuck this shit. I'm so glad Stella left him at the altar. What do you guys think? Is it better for Formula One for Max to get a championship over Lewis? Not. Not what I think will happen. Not obviously fan bases. They want these either or to win. But is it better for Formula One if Max beats Lewis? Let me know on the socials. At Parker to my firm, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. But now... It's your stat of the week. I'm a stat man. Formula One stat man. Cody's a stat man. Yeah, stats. Uh, I'm a stat man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Stat time. Yeah. Oh, so much stats. So many stats. I don't know if this intro is even long enough. There's that many stats. Uh, stats, stats, stats. Yeah. Ooh, so many stats. Uh, I'm a stat man. Ooh, I am a stat man. And this time we're talking specifics. One season. We're talking about Sebastian Vettel's 2013 season with Red Bull. Oh my gosh. If you talk about dominance in a, in a year, you know, like we're talking about how Hamilton's dominated recently. No, no. This season, the Seb Vettel, 2013, he won 13 of the 19 races. He only DNF'd once and finished on the podium in all but three races, where he DNF'd in Great Britain and finished fourth in Spain and fourth in China. It has to be the most dominant performance in the last 15 years or so in Formula 1. And how's that? Four. Your stat of the week. He's a stat man. Ooh, that was a good stat. Yeah, such a good stat. Such a, such a good stat. You know it was. He's a stat man. Hey, let's go on with the show. Cool, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Gather round. Gather round. Uncle Cody's going to tell you a little story. 
Because it was with sad, sad news over the weekend when it was announced that Sir Frank Williams had passed away peacefully at the age of 79. Frank started Williams in 1977 and within three years had already won a constructor's title with Alan Jones and Carlos Ruderman behind the wheel. Williams has won nine constructor's championships with Frank in charge and have had some legendary names drive for the team. Alan Prost, Keke Rosberg, Damon Hill, Nigel Mansell and more. He has produced seven world champion drivers with that car, Alan Jones in 1980, Kiki Rosberg in 82, Nelson BK in 87, Mansell 92, Prost 93, Damon Hill in 96, and Jacques Villeneuve in 1997. Anyone new to the sport will only think of Williams as that bottom of the standings team that struggled and is in a place for young drivers to go to get spotted by one of the championship contending teams. But what people need to realize is Williams is one of the most successful teams in Formula 1 history. They absolutely dominated. They've won 20% of all Constructors' Championships, 16.3% of all Drivers' Championships, and have a winning percentage of 15.1%. Williams has won the second most amount of titles, only behind Ferrari with 16. After a brief career as a mechanic, Frank Williams started Frank Williams Racing Cars in 1966, but through numerous years of trying to find cash and funding, he failed to get a team together for Formula One. However, Frank Williams short on cash and conducting team business from a telephone box after being disconnected for unpaid bills, looked at Marlboro and ISO Revolta, an Italian car company, for sponsorship. Though they pledged their support, they did not come through in time. In 1976, Williams took on a partner, Walter Wolf. Though the team continued functioning, it was no longer belonged to Williams. He left in 1977, along with one of his employees, engineer Patrick Head, and two partners acquired an empty carpet warehouse in Ditcott, Oxfordshire, and announced the formation of Williams Grand Prix Engineering, a new team to compete in Formula One. Frank Williams was at the helm of Williams until his daughter Claire took over the board of Williams in 2012. When you think of greats in Formula 1, of course, without any hesitation, Frank Williams' name is always mentioned. And since his passing, there have been hundreds and hundreds of tributes that have come in. Make sure you go check him out because I'm not going to go through them all now. The man was synonymous when it comes to Formula 1 racing in the later latter half of that 20th century right there. He, and if you've seen the footage, he just sprints those circuits. He was a tremendous athlete as well, just running every circuit he could possibly run at as well. But this is what Lewis Hamilton had to say. Sir Frank Williams was one of the kindest people I've had the pleasure of meeting in the sport. What he achieved is something truly special. Until his last days, I know he remained a racer and a fighter at heart. His legacy will live on forever. And of course, there's that... Only a few years ago, when... Lewis Hamilton took Sir Frank Williams for a lap around Silverstone. And uh, yeah, it was just amazing to watch. So make sure you go check that out on YouTube if you if you do have the chance. This one has come in from George Russell, who of course is still with Williams. It has been a genuine honor racing for him and being a small part of the incredible legacy he leaves behind. A legacy that will forever live on in the heart and soul of this team. Rest in peace, Sir Frank. Thank you for everything. And of course, last but not least, Bernie Eccleston had this to say, without those types of people, I doubt whether Formula One would have still been going now. Probably Ferrari would have stopped and that 
would have been it. There's not many of the old timers floating around now. Those that were with the team when it started, you could buy an engine and a gearbox in those days. You didn't have to have multi, multi billions and have thousands of people working for you. They're just some of the tributes that have come in for Sir Frank Williams there. He will be missed. He, he's, I've been following the sport since the late nineties. And of course, you've seen some of the highs that Williams have had that time and ever since BMW and them split in the noughties they really haven't recovered and they're that team that's always been struggling towards the bottom but it's the team everyone wants to get behind it's the team everybody roots for and wants them to have some success so I really hope they do turn around soon they're starting to look really good at the moment too actually I like what they're doing and I hope next year they can come out and just really blow it wide open with the new cars and see what they can do so from everyone here at Pimp, park it in my Fermi, and we say rest in peace to Sir Frank Williams. Well, that's uh, been a big first half, and I've, I just turned to look at Klaus, and he's not there. So I'm a little bit upset, but um, I'm going to go get some tissues. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull myself together. I'm trying to get, to get myself all sorted because we've got a huge second half. All right, let's go. For generations, people would watch cars go by until they finally wanted them to go by fast. Racing was then born. And who was going to talk about all the racing? Why, Caldi, of course. Welcome to the Pocket in My Ferme Show, the number one comedy F1 podcast in the world. Here's your host, Caldi. Oh, huge second half coming up. We spent a large part of the show talking about the championship. But it doesn't end there because coming up we'll discuss the two drivers that will decide the championship that aren't Hamilton or Verstappen and listen to the top five radio calls of the season so far. So make sure you subscribe and follow on the podcast listening app of your choices. Later in the week we'll preview the brand spanking new Saudi Arabian GP in Jeddah, whatever the hell they want to call that thing. You won't want to miss that, baby. No. Woo! Huge second half. Let's do it, baby. Fading out now. Fading, fading out, fading out. Make sure you like the socials at Park It In My Ferme on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's it. You've got to like those socials, baby. Yeah. All right. So I've got to ask you all a quick question. Did you guys know that the Drivers' Championship this year is actually pretty fucking close? Me neither. How the fuck are we supposed to know what's going on? No one ever mentioned it 10,000 times already. But yeah, so Maxi Boy and Sir Lewis are in a battle for the Drivers' Championship. The Constructors' Championship is fairly tight as well with only five points, I think five points, separating the two teams. But what if I told you the Drivers' Championship isn't even going to be decided by Max Verstappen or Lewis Hamilton? You'd say I'm fucking loco. You'd say I'm crazy know what the fuck I'm talking about that's what you all say but hear me out hear me out relax I think the driver's championship is going to be decided by Sergio Perez and Valtteri Bottas with there being only two races left there's a lot of points still on offer for everyone out there however there is one thing that is going to be the deciding factor and that's the points Max and Lewis have missed out on because their teammates either did or didn't do well in the race before we go into it Let's compare the pair. 
Valtteri Bottas currently sits third on the Drivers' Championship standings with 203 points. Perez on 190. Both have one win to their name. Perez lucky to get that win in Baku with Max's tyres exploding. And Bottas with a brilliant, spectacular drive in Turkey not long ago. Bottas has 10 podiums to Sergio's five. So surely Valtteri Bottas would be miles ahead on points then. Yeah? Well, no, because Bottas has had four DNFs to Perez's one. So let's look at the two contenders then. Lewis is behind Max by eight points. Lewis has all the momentum. He is sticking that Brazilian engine back in that car. Va va voom! You know the one. The one that overtook 25 positions to win from back of the grid in Sao Paulo a few weeks back. And although I think Jetta Street Circuit may be good for the Red Bulls, a street circuit that's high speed, if Hamilton wins and gets the fastest lap and Max finish second, then the two will be on even points heading in to the final race of the season. What we are more likely to see towards the end of the race, Bottas and Perez pit over and over and over again for fresh tyres to constantly go out and try and set that fastest lap of the race. Take that extra point away from Hamilton or Max. It's going to be a season where the fastest lap point or sprint races have determined the championship. Remember that Hamilton has not won a sprint quality this season. Verstappen has. Not only that, Hamilton has only podiumed in one of them. There's been three. Verstappen's podium in all three of them. So not only are the fastest laps important, but tyre and pit strategy are also going to be important as well. If Bottas and Perez are on and they're up the pointy end of the grid, then they're going to influence when the stops happen, what tyre to use and so on. So of course you'd rather be Verstappen with a nice lead, of course. You can afford a DNF and still have a chance? Yes, you'd love that. But at the end of the day, this championship is going to be decided by the teammates of the two fighting and it's going to be some fastest lap points at the end of the race. And I'm excited. My plums are blue. They're that full and, and moist and juicy. They're ready for market, baby. Ready for the picking. But what do you guys think? Do you think Perez and Bottas will come through and start setting those blistering times and affect the championship? Let me know over on the socials at Parkley My Firm, mate. Twitter, Facebook, Insta, Graham. But I'm, ex I'm exhausted doing the show. Who knew pressing the buttons is that hard? I mean, I am struggling. I haven't hit too many wrong ones yet, but I I'm struggling a little bit. I'm struggling. But you know what's getting me through, though? I just got myself a nice coffee in that pimp mug. Ooh, it looks good. And multiple sizes. You get, you want one? Yeah, go to the website. Parkingtomyfermate.com slash merch. Free shipping worldwide for everybody here. You know why I've done that? That's right. We give the people what they want. I've got to give the people what they want. And what they want is that free shipping. They don't want to worry about the extra costs. I bought something the other day online. Okay? Yes, there are other websites other than parkingtomyfermate.com. I know. Shocked and amazed as well. But I went to one of these other websites. I bought something. You know, they're chucking on some taxes at the end. Then I've got to pay for the shipping. Then do I want the overnight? Do I want this? Do I want it wrapped? I don't I don't know what the hell's going on. No, no, no. You go to parkingtomyfermate.com slash merch. You see the price. That's all you pay. Nothing extra. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that price too high? Well, how about use this? Podcast exclusive five. It's in the description below. Have a little look. That'll give you 5% off. Total order. Yeah. You want to load that sucker up with $1,000 worth of stuff? 
Get yourself 5% off that. Yeah. And how much is that? 50 dollars how about that and you know why i've done that that's right we give the people what they want we got some shirts too you want to look dope fresh litty fam for the whole crew then you head over to the website you're worried about your site okay all right you've had your thanksgiving turkey You've had a little bit of extra stuffing. You're feeling a bit, okay. Well, we got extra small through to 5XL because I want you guys to look good, feel good. And why not feel good and look good in that Cordopotamus tee, the embroidered one? Ooh, that's that's very nice. Mrs. Cordopotamus was wearing that one around earlier. I nearly, whoo, you know, whoo, whoo. had some little mini Cordopotamus running around because of that. Oh, my. But do you know why I've given you those sizes? Parkerymyfairmate.com slash merch. Head over there now and pick yourself up something nice. That's right, baby. We give the people what they want. Well, well, well. Now it's time for... Because you're a witch, oh, but... No, now it's time for... Thanks for listening. Oh, no, no, now it's time for... Make sure you like the... I can't do it. Guys, I've tried. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Klaus... Can you hear me? Can you hear Papa Cordy calling your name? I, I need to win Klaus back. I need, he's going to be so mad. I'm, I'm singing his favourite song. I'm going to sing him his favourite song. Come on, Klaus, come home. This one's for Klausy boy. I love you, Klaus. I love you so. I've been thinking of you and your behind And in my dreams I've kissed your lips A thousand times I sometimes see you passed out on the floor Oh, Klaus Hello, Klaus You're the one I'm looking for I can see between your thighs I can see it in your smile I get firm just thinking of you And my legs are open wide Cause you know just what to say And you know just what to do And I want to tell you so much I love you Long to see the breakfast in your pants And tell you time and time again Let's fucking dance Sometimes I feel my plums will overflow Hello I've just got to let you know Cause I want you pressing buttons And I love just what you do Are you sitting there feeling horny? Can I be the one loving you? Tell me will you please come back? 
Because I don't know what the fuck to do But let me start by saying Classy boy, I love you. I love you, Klaus, so much. You're German man. I love you so. Go! Klaus. Kla Klaus, I can see you there. Klaus, please, 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 will you, will you take a seat? You press these buttons for me. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I can't do it without you. I, I might even fold a number two. I need to be the number one comedy F1 podcast in the world. I, I need you by my side. Because it's now time for... Cody's Ooh. Top Ooh. 5. Top 5 radio calls of the year so far. Sorry, one more time, Klaus. Cody's oh my Top God. 5. Hey, we cool, brother? We cool? <laughs> Cody's Top 5 radio calls of the year so far. Woo! Look, we've got two races to go, and I know things are going to get a spicy meatballs in those last two races, but we need to talk about the top five radio messages of the year so far. We're going to start with number five. I don't know. I don't know. Kimmy just witnessed a crash happen right in front of him. Do you think he needs his race engineer to tell him all about it? Klaus, roll it. Oh, yellow, where you are. Watch, yeah, watch what they bring. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I got sprayed with all kinds of It's gonna be safety car. Okay, Kenny, your safety car window is closed. Safety car, mode C, and work on your brakes and tires. And there is a lot of debris on the track. I know, because it's just happened. Hey, I know. I know. My car is full of Oh no. We are checking the tire. Okay, well, I'm with you. Don't worry, we're checking. Number four. Cody's top five. Radio calls of the year so far. Number four. Sip thinks someone's handsome. Woohoo! Klaus, press that button. So, oh, I've done that before. <laughs> you did. Sorry for that, I wasn't looking. <laughs> Jamie's looking so good today. Maybe it was that. Look how handsome he is. <laughs> Cody's top five. Radio calls of the year so far. Number three. Lewis Hamilton. Uh, oh, someone's let something happen and uh, the man just wants to use the toilet. Did he have to out the French reporter that used it before him? Oh my. One side. Glad I went to the toilet. The one I went to, someone had dropped a crazy bomb in there. It was the worst thing ever. The pros and cons list. It's gonna haunt me for life. Cody's top five. Radio calls of the year so far, number two. Okay. Do do you hear me now? Do you do you hear me now? Uh you answer me though? Kimmy! Can you hear me or not? Yeah, can you hear me, Kimmy? Radio check. Radio check if you can hear me. I need more charge. Okay, Kimmy, box box if you can hear me. Can you hear me now? No, negative, negative. I can't hear you. But I can hear you now. Yeah, box, box, if you can hear me. Still there, hear me? No, I can't hear you. Can I hear me? No, negative. But your answer is still there. 
If you can hear me, Kimi, we will go directly in. Can you hear me? Check. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? I'll hear. I hear you. Okay. And the number one. Coldies top five. Radio calls of the year so far. Number one. You know what it's going to be. I have played this soundbite a bajillion times. It's the same button, Brad. Brad, it's the same freaking button. Brad! Klaus, show the people. Lance, just need to press the OK button. OK button. I pressed it. You're pressing the pick confirm button. The pick confirm button is the OK button, Brad. And that was... Cody's Top 5. Top 5 Radio Calls of the Year so far. What do you guys think? Did I miss out on it? I'm sure I did. They're the ones that come to mind. They're the ones I love. They're the ones I quote over and over and over again. But let me know over at the socials. That parking in my family. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Slide in the DMs. I'll catch you. You think you're worried? You're going to hit a wall? No, my arms are wide open. I've got you, baby. But boys and girls... That brings us to it, the end of another episode. Episode 93, 7 to go to the big hundo. Woo! So make sure you subscribe and follow on your podcast listing device so that way you don't miss out. Because we've got an episode coming up in a few days' time. We're going to talk about the Jeddah Grand Prix street circuit in Saudi Arabia, whatever the hell they want to call that thing. I'm sure they have, I just haven't looked it up. But I'm a little bit excited for it. That's going to be really, really good. Championship is heating up. But of course... Big thanks to our Patreon Legends Club member. You get a shout-out. If you join the club, you will get a shout-out. And Austin sits alone, the top of her throne, the queen, Austin. Thank you so much. She also gets further discounts on all merch on the shop as well for signing up. So thanks a lot for doing that. And as always, as always, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.